0: Do you find it difficult to come up with content ideas for your podcast? Or perhaps you've gotten stuck during an interview with a guest where you just have nothing to ask anymore. Try Poddex today. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random, hit the record button, and get started. Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment. All with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. Hello, Sisters in Service. This is another episode day 2 actually of being a part of the content creators of color and i have as my guest today one of my siblings my brother tony edmonds who he's going to talk a little bit about um being my little brother cuz he's the the youngest in our family um being part of a military family and talking about his business and how wonderful his sister that's me is Tony Edmonds. Welcome. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. Well, thank you for doing this for me. I knew you'd say yes, by the way, just saying. I know you would. You know I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you, Tony. What do you do? Where are you at? What's going on? You know?
1: Yeah. So, uh, well, wow, where do I, where do you want me to begin? Where do you want me to start?
0: <laughs> Wherever you want. Let's just give us a little background on you.
1: Okay. So, um, obviously, I grew up in a military family. I think I'm one of the only non military members of our family. I'm the only, uh, the black sheep, if you will. And, um, you know, grew, uh, born in overseas at uh, uh, Bitburg Air Force Base, dad transfers over to uh, Scott Air Force Base. Um, started my childhood there for like a few years and then moved off base to a town called Muscoota, Illinois. And that's where nobody knows where it is,
0: by the way, nobody
1: knows where that is. Even people,
0: when they say, Oh, I know almost everywhere in Illinois. And I go, what about Muscoota? They're like, I've never heard of
1: that. Yeah. (laughs) Metro East (laughs) (laughs) hashtag six, (laughs) one, eight. And people, I just tell people St. Louis and they're like, Oh yeah. Okay. I know where that's at. And I'm like, it's four hours south of Chicago because they think Chicago and St. Louis are like right next to each other. I know. I'm like, No. So I grew up there, went through the entire school uh, district there, graduated, went to school in Central Illinois, a school called Milliken Un- University because of football. Football took me there. I'm a big sports fan. Um, Huge football, sports fan. Football, basketball, and track. That's, you know, and um, I was always involved in a lot of things in school. I always wanted to stay busy because I always wanted to take big scoops of life. So I did three sports a year. I did. I was in band. I was in choir. I was very busy. Went to school. Uh, focused on football. Still played some basketball. i involved in my fraternity um, up there and very active in that. Graduated. Uh, which, refer- which
0: fraternity?
1: Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And uh, very involved in that graduated from there with a a human resource management degree, and um, started working right away, Um, got into consumer finance and mortgage world and did that for 10 plus years, Um, was recruited into banking, did that for about 10 plus years, Um, then got involved into insurance. Um, I've been doing that for going on three years now. And of course, I have my 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 baby, my business that uh that I've nope. started. Hold and, on, don't
0: say anything. Don't say anything okay. about your business. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this. As a military brat, you know, you have two sides, the military brats that never went in the military, and the mm-hmm. military brats that did go into the military. So was the military ever an option, or you wanted to stay as far away from it as possible? And if so, why?
1: It was always an option. And my dad made sure that he laid out a plan. Um, For me, it was always a plan B. Um, I wanted to do something different. And don't get me wrong, I'm not someone who's bitter towards the military at all. I love my upbringing and the fact that, you know, I have so many friends that are Air Force brats and military brats that we're still in contact today. Many of us went into the military like our parents did. Some of us didn't, but we all still have that bond and we all still respect that. And honestly, we think it makes us very unique because we have a uh, perspective on life that was different. You know, um, one of the things that I share um, about the upbringing in the military world is, you know, we didn't know what racism was on base. All we knew was officers and enlisted. Enlisted. That's all we knew. (laughs) There was a there was a there was a gym for the officers. There was a, a place to eat for the officers. There was a place to live for the officers and there was a gym for the enlisted. There was a place to eat for the enlisted and it was right. a place to live for the enlisted. That's all there was. So even though some may have been on the officer side, some of them have been on the enlisted side, we all still have that bond and we didn't really end up, we didn't see each other as different until we moved off base, of course. Um, but that's a huge part of my family, a huge part of my friends. And still today, I'm still in contact with a lot of those Air Force brats, so we stay well connected. And when we're dealing or we're discussing what's going on with the world, that comes up quite a bit. And we all feel the same way. Like it's not right. just me; we all feel the same way. And if you could bring us back together, we pick up right where we left off. As if of we course, were it's like
0: you've never been apart. You know, there's yeah. there's something there. You know, I I was really um, I was interviewing someone. And she was a, a military brat. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm a military brat. I was a military spouse, active duty. And now I'm better. So I filled all of those buckets. And I was like, whoa, I didn't yeah. realize that I filled all those buckets. So fast forward, you now are an entrepreneur, correct? Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about your business, the name of it, what it entails.
1: Sure. So it's called Four Deluxe Productions. And- what let me tell you a little bit of the backstory because this is something that I've been thinking about for a while. For the, someone who's attempted to climb the corporate ladder and had some success in a few different industries, you know, there's a lot of frustration that goes along with that, just like in anything when you're trying to be successful. Um, one of the challenges that being a parent and a former coach of my kids was, you know, there was always a lot of uh, push to go to a private school, to have those kinds of resources, to get your kids scholarships to play at the next level. And there was always a lot of pressure to go in those directions. And, you know, private schools aren't cheap. And uh, they we never just could not afford. <laughs> yeah, we could not afford to send um, our kids to private schools. So public school it is right, which is fine. I'm a public school kid. I, You know, you all a public are school kid. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not, it was never that I had a problem with public schools. I just wanted our kids to have the best opportunity to play sports at the next level. And that was really all it was for me. It never was anything about some social ladder or anything like that. It was always about getting our kids to the next level. So with that pressure, I also witnessed other kids in public school who are good kids. And what I mean by that is they were good on the football field. they were good on the basketball court. They were good on track. They were good in baseball. They were good in all different areas weren't getting the same kind of exposure and, and have access to resources that these other private school kids had. So I started you know, editing my son's highlight videos and getting those in front of the right people to see his talent and see that he was worthy of playing football at the next level. A lot of things happened like COVID, which really pushed things back and kind of changed the game a lot because now, the highlight video became even more important than it was before because you weren't allowed to visit these D one campuses anymore. We went to like a few of them and then COVID hit, and then it was shut down to the summer, which is incredible for recruiting. Um, it puts really a, a huge damper on your access. Cause now the coaches can't meet with you unless it's electronic Absolutely. or over the phone. Right. Um, they can't see you face to face. And now you're a kid trying to make a decision for the next four years of your life on a campus that you have not visited, a coach that you haven't sat across the table from and looked them in the eye and talked about your future and their future. You right. haven't got a chance to meet with uh, you know, professors. You, you don't know anything about these schools really other than what you find online. So that was a disadvantage, which also made us really get better at editing these videos. So fast forward, I wanted to give kids that went to public uh, high schools, the opportunity to access some of that exposure without having to go and pay the price and the premium of going to a uh, private school. So that's where this opportunity was born. And uh, it was really just to give my kids a competitive advantage. Then I started realizing that, you know, there's some guys like me who played the game um, in high school and at the college level, and then realized that, you know, those tapes, those VHS tapes were just in someone's basement collecting dust. Um, Getting there's old, t- yeah. There's, <laughs> so there's guys like me who want to relive their youth and and really see a, a a today's edit of of those highlight videos that didn't exist back then. We didn't have huddle. We didn't have all these editing technology that's available today. Right. We just had a camcorder, a VH player. And that's it. You, you put it in and <laughs> you get what you get. There's really no editing. that's, you know unless you're a professional uh, videographer. There's right. really nothing like that that existed back then. So, so you take those really tapes
0: and you really you digitize them.
1: Yeah. So uh, I have a capture device where I can pull the video and the audio off of the VHS tapes or off DVD, um, and off of these different uh, production applications and put them on, make them digital, where you can actually edit it, um, add audio. Um, I can do, you know, cool things with it to, to really showcase uh, the kids and maybe even interview uh, vested parties with the kids. I mean, maybe it's a coach or a trainer who has some unique things to share about the kid that you just wouldn't know unless you met with that person face to face, which is hard to do with the amount of kids that need to be recruited and, and whatnot. So this really puts pulls it all together and puts it forward to the person who receives it and opens it and wants it. So
0: this is for coaches that if you the a kid wants to go to a particular school, you can send them this. I call them sizzle reels, but they're not sizzle reels.
1: Right. <laughs> but no, totally to show,
0: saying. yeah, to show their strengths. And yeah. so a coach might say, Whoa, okay, I didn't know about this kid. You know, yeah. is that what you're saying? That's what that's Absolutely. that's the other end of what you do.
1: Yeah. So it's it's what they do on the field, obviously, because that's the product is what's on the field. And how they do on the field but it's also the interviewing of the vested parties the coach mm-hmm. the trainer the people who can talk about something the kid had to overcome that most people may not know about right and it really tells you about what that kid what makes that kid mm-hmm. who who they are and why they continue to succeed you see these players in the NFL like Cooper cup like where did that kid come from you know how did right. he get to the NFL he's not the fastest he's not the biggest he's not the strongest. What makes him so good? What what got him there? And it's those things that really, it's how he has showcased that, which has made him someone who was living with his girlfriend, who was paying for all of his expenses to become a pro. Now he's a pro. And now he's what they call a triple crown wide receiver, which is the best receiver in the game. Right. And they're like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? Why is he the one? Mm-hmm. And so if you can learn that about a kid early, that may... Uh, That can give you a competitive advantage for that recruiting coach to hear that story, to see those highlights and put all that together.
0: Right. So, if you fast forward five years from now, what does your business look like?
1: I would like to see my business as it doesn't have to be a public school thing with a chip on your shoulder. It can be used for by anyone, but to get that film in front of the right person to give that kid an opportunity or an invite to go to a school and try out or participate in a combine and showcase their talent and get a chance to talk to that coach to give them a competitive advantage where it becomes a staple of the recruiting process, not just for football, but for any sport. Um, And I've even looked at um, expanding into other industries and, and other areas to give people that advantage because with technology today, this call right here, this call wouldn't happen like this 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, the, with, the, with the technology <laughs> that we have now, it, we we've we've brought with with the Internet and with the social media out there. Twitter was huge when it came to recruiting. It's still huge with recruiting. You see highlight videos all the time. All the so time. Now it's about getting the right video and the, the right talent on the right video in front of the right person. who can make a decision to now give that kid an opportunity. Right. What they do with it is on them. Yeah. Now they have an opportunity to do.
0: You want them to scroll through Twitter and, and go, "Whoa, what's that?" Just stop exactly. long enough to look at it, because people just scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, exactly. So let's change course a little bit. I'm going to okay. ask you a few questions. What are the top two things on your bucket list?
1: I want to go to a home Chicago Bears game because I'm a sports guy. I want to go to a home No Austin Celtics game. <laughs> I want to go to a Notre Dame home football game, and I want to travel uh, to warm places and uh, with beaches and You've got a white few sand. things
0: on your bucket list. Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, the, the, the top three that I shared are really connected, but yeah. these are things that I wanted to do with our late father, and yeah. unfortunately, he's not around anymore. So mm-hmm. these are things that I want to experience, but these are also things that I want to share. So, right. my siblings and my kids can say, hey, you know, we got to do these things. And the right. world is bigger than just Muskuta, or it's bigger than just O'Fallon, it's bigger than St. Louis. Um, and because right. we didn't, you know, as kids, our world stopped at the base, at the gate, <laughs> you know. And right. once we grow out older, then when we got outside the gate, we're like, oh, there's a whole other world. There's a whole out other here. world. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, for our listening audience, if you want to know why is it my brother Tony Edmonds played football, it's because of you know who.
1: That's right.
0: And my brother wanted to play football. How old are you? I am
1: now. No, no, no. When you when 40? you wanted to
0: play, when you wanted to play oh, football,
1: when I could walk. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was he playing football. He was young. I think you were like what? I was allowed to probably
0: eight, nine, Close. ten, somewhere I in there. Mean,
1: I was old enough to be able to leave the house and be in the town at what they call Chevy park and play tackle football unbeknownst to my mom and dad. I was old enough to do that, which is probably mm -hmm. close to nine or 10.
0: Well, I know that you went to mom and my mom said, no, because you know, you'll get hurt. And so my brother calls me. So I have to talk to my mom. I was like, Oh, he'll get hurt. And I said, mom, he could walk outside and fall in the cement and get hurt. So I said, you know what, maybe if you let him play, one of two things are going to happen. One, he loves it and it's something he can do. And two, he hates it and he stops doing it. Um, But unfortunately for my mother, (laughs) my brother loved playing football. So that's how he got started in football because of me. You know, I'll take the credit. I'll take the credit. That's right. All right. So another question, if you could witness any event from the past, what event would it be?
1: Wow. Great question. If I could witness, and this is anything, anything's on the table.
0: Anything's on the table.
1: I would like to be present to witness either someone who has shaped history like Martin Luther King yes. or John F. Kennedy, something like that. Yeah. I could like say while, sports well, they were making there's a lot of sports changes. things I could pick. Yeah, yeah but there are. In terms are. of pre- impacting the world, um, those two events would be huge for me.
0: Absolutely. If you could pick anyone to play you in the biography of your life, and they can't say no, who would you choose? Who would play you? Who would play Tony Edmonds?
1: Today or in their prime?
0: Anyone, anyone.
1: I really like, Ooh, this is a good question. (laughs) I could default to the old Denzel Washington, but I I really want to pick someone who is more, who is more like me. Um, Mm -hmm. I always wanted, I always was a big fan of Charles Barkley. So I would want someone with that kind of body style yeah. to play me, not only because of his passion for basketball, because that was my first love. He's funny somebody, too. Yeah. My brother's got a, a huge
0: sense of, of humor, y'all. So yeah, he's the one who keeps us laughing. So. so someone like
1: that, probably like, like an Anthony Hamilton, someone yeah. uh, like that to play me, who's got some comedy about it. Cause you know, you have to be able to laugh yes <laughs> especially especially
0: nowadays yeah. all right so let's talk about superheroes okay what superhero best personifies your personality
1: hulk <laughs> of course why because uh you no know, my mother is very emotional so there, by default we all have some level of emotion and there's i'm a gemini which might mean something to some people So Hulk has two phases of his life, the emotional side, which we're all familiar with in the cartoons and the movies, and then the part where he's not the Hulk. So that would most personify me, whether I'm in or out of the moment.
0: All right, Tony, we're going to go into our next segment. It's called This or That. Okay. You have to give one answer. Okay. Okay. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Sweet. Warm weather or cold weather? Warm weather. Beach or mountains?
1: Beach, of course.
0: Music or silence?
1: Absolutely music.
0: Steak or seafood? Seafood. Solitude or being around people?
1: Solitude.
0: Bad breath or body odor? Body odor. Guacamole or salsa?
1: Salsa, (laughs) 1,000%.
0: All right. Instagram famous or infomercial famous?
1: I'm going to go with Instagram.
0: Um, night or morning? Night. Rich and famous or rich and unknown?
1: Rich and unknown in today's world.
0: Coffee or tea?
1: I'm going to go with tea.
0: Oh, that's different. Yeah. Rollercoaster.
1: I like the cold better. I like cold drinks better than hot drinks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I can't Yeah. roller coaster or water slide
1: water slide
0: reality show or documentary.
1: Ooh, I'm going to go with documentary
0: books or movies, movies, pizza or tacos.
1: I'm gonna go with tacos
0: looks or personality.
1: I'm gonna go with personality.
0: Smartest person or richest in the world
1: smartest person
0: wow see both. that was easy you passed that was
1: easy thank you <laughs> no score or anything for me <laughs> <laughs> you know us us competitive people want to know our progress
0: no it's you okay you got 100 how about that
1: oh uh, see nice, a- <laughs> i like the way you did that <laughs> Nicely played. only for, Nicely for you played. only for right. you right then competitive people want to see how we match up against everyone else. Of course. <laughs> I want to see everyone else's scores, too. <laughs> no,
0: you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony, thank you so much for being a part of this. And for everyone no else, problem. please stay safe, take care of each other, and until next time. And my name is Kat Corchado, and I am a content creator of color.
1: Thanks for having